What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have Mr. Michael Gotti, Earth's Best Entertainment. He's going to be talking to us about his book, and we're going to be talking about when to call it quits. Whoa, mm. that's mm. just crazy. Let's get it. <laughs> we are the only show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man's listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to catch the craze. If you are an independent, catch the craze. Making moves on your own, catch the craze. On your grind in the streets, catch the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze. <laughs> George, we did it again. Come on now. Yeah, you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Sam the Crazy Man Vera, and I am with George the Dreamer, Martina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are airing today is uh what is it friday july 22nd Damn, the summer bro the summer we're in the middle of a heat wave right now and uh we <laughs> it's been a minute but if you haven't done so yet please make sure you subscribe hit the like button comment below hit the bell so that you know when we're going live but uh today we got a good show brother what's going on with you what's going on with you bro you were like, oh, you were like frolicking in the Riviera. What's Listen, going on with you? What's we, we, up? You look we, younger. We, we, we you talked know? about that. We talked about that yesterday. That no, was, we didn't talk about the fans want to know. No, what no, was your George was well, in? in well, you listen, were in you say, what did you say you were in Milos? Milos? Milos. 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 I don't yeah. Yeah, Milos. What Milos. the where's Milos? It's not around the corner. I can't go to it. So where it's, is that? It's uh it's in the, the Greek islands. It's one of the Greek islands, Milos. Oh, it's just in the Greek islands. Very nice. Very nice Yo, dude, it's gorgeous. Bro, it is gorgeous. It is like if you want a nice vacation, relaxing vacation, you got to go out there, bro. Milos. I'm sorry, I'm reaching. I'm reaching How was the food? Oh, delicious. Yeah. It was great. You like seafood, right? I love seafood. You like seafood? You like squid? Uh, I like, I like, um, <laughs> he's like, I like calamari. I like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, well, it's, it's, um, yeah, no, this squid is delicious, bro. There's no, 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 no. fish, like, 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 like raw squid. No, oh. grilled, man. What, 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 I never had squid. I had calamari. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah, similar texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like, I like baked clams. I like, I like oysters. Oh yeah, oh man, delicious. Yeah. Like all of that stuff. Like the food is just so fresh. Yeah. It, it, you guys you know, go to the beach? Oh, all day, every day, <laughs> every day. The water just ridiculous, bro. Like I'm like up to here, in, deep in water, and you can see your feet. Like, and you remember, we talked about it. It's like yeah. we went to the Maldives. Yeah. Like, it was like similar, just beautiful, just clear water. It was crazy. Did you have, were you, were you uh, in a hotel or a bungalow? No, no. We stayed, we had, um, we rented a, like a house. Like, because I, I went with my, my girl's family. So we all just, we rented like a, a you know, just a little house. Did you guys take turn cooking? No, no. We went out every night. What <laughs> for breakfast? Oh, no. For breakfast, we had, you know, croissants and. You know, nothing crazy. It was like Greek yogurt, you know, fruits and stuff like that. And then we yeah. were out. We, we, you know, we were out and about just doing our thing. Nice. And we had lunch. You know, lunch at over – like the beach had this little nice little tavern, like this little little uh, place right up the – yo, the exercise. Because, okay, so the beach was on the top of like this cliff. No, the beach was at the bottom. But at the top of the cliff was the tavern. So we would go down to the beach and it was like these steps, dude, like all the way down to the beach. And then for lunch, like we'd go up, you know, people have – Work up that appetite. Work it out, and then boom, yo, the chicken was delicious. Like the grilled chicken, like the way they, they prepared everything. It was like Popeyes? fresh, fresh, bro. Hell no, grilled. <laughs> everything was grilled. It was, yo, it was, it was clean eating, bro. It was like meat, like it was clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's how. Yeah, clean, dude. I'm realize like, how wow. how. What, you realize how much of a peasant you are when you when you when you come from the U.S. and you go to these, these countries and you're eating 
healthy. You have healthy. fresh water, fresh food. And, and it's not even like you're trying to eat healthy. That's just what they eat. Like yeah. it's just it's, it's just their, their their diet. You know what I mean? Greek yeah. salads every day. Like it's just greens and a lot of just. I love you know, Greek salads. Oh yeah, with like the feta cheese or uh, the goat cheese or olives. whatever. Like all oh, the olives. Yeah, the olives. Uh, I mean, they have anchovies on. Uh, on yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, on anchovies. I mean. It was just delicious. Like the food, the and, and you know what's crazy? Because I'm I'm not a big, I wasn't like a big Greek food person here in the States. Because I I guess it just tastes different. Right. But over there, bro, like, you know, no. all that stuff. It, it was American crazy. waters down what you know, because when it comes from the place of origin, oh yeah, there's, there's a they there's a um a, a special kind of love that's put into the food, right? You know, right, right. Mm -hmm. and care. Mm -hmm. Where in the U.S. it's just about mass production and it's just mass production, it bro. Let's yeah. get it out, get it out. Fast food is king. You know what I mean? Like yeah. over there, oh, over there, it wasn't about fast. Food. Like people eat at ten o'clock at night. Like we were eating mad late. You know, like it was just, and no, everybody took the time. Nobody was in a rush. You'd be sitting in the restaurant. You know, waiters wouldn't even come over to be. Are you okay? You need something? No, they're like, just let them do their thing. Yeah, you know, it's awesome. Just chill. It, it was just, it was just like a different vibe. It was good. Everything was. So you were good. a week in London and then a week in Greece. We were in London for about five days, about five days, because there was a wedding that there, and then from there we flew out. So we flew out to uh, to Athens. But what happens is, so Milos is like you know a little island outside of what uh, outside of Athens, outside of Athens. But to get there, you you can only get there through a propeller plane, like. Yeah. You know, the, the, it's a tiny little, you know, it's a yeah. tiny little uh, airport. So, so the day we went, the winds were too strong. So we couldn't land in Milo. So they canceled our flight. So we had to spend a, a night in Athens. So we stayed in Athens. For did they comp you? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they did all that. Um, but it was a pain in the ass because we just wanted to go. Like we had, yeah. there's a ferry that goes from Athens to Milo's. It's like a three hour fer ferry ride. But we had missed it for the day, so we had to spend a night in in in, uh, in the Athens, and then the next morning, we took the ferry out to the. Um, and it was a nice little. It, it wasn't a little ferry. It was like a huge ship with like, because cars can get in. Like you, right. you know, it's like you know, think of the ferry here in uh, the Staten Island ferry. No, it's like three times the size of that thing. Damn. And so we were just boom, three hours, got there, you know, and we we rented these uh, ATVs, so we were driving oh, around in ATVs, yeah. You drove around in ATVs the whole time. Did you drove, drive it and you held on to the back? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I asked her to, but she refused. I drove. I had to drive. <laughs> so, yeah, it was cool, bro. We were out there, boom, doing that thing. And, you know, the, the streets are tiny. You know, everything's small. You know, it's just, crazy. I, I don't know how some of these people drove in those places. How was the architecture? Gorgeous. Like, it was just, it's, you know, it's a little, it's an old city, man. It's like, like we went to this place called, um, what is it called? It was uh, Klima. It's a place called Klima. And it's almost like it's all—it's it, so weird. It, it was like it's like a city on right on the ocean, like it's right on the right on the sea, right on the Mediterranean, and it's all colorful houses and stuff like that. It's been around forever, and like the people who live there, it's almost like it's almost like going to um, uh, what's the the channels in Venice, like you know what I mean, where it's just on the water kind of thing. Right, gorgeous. And so yeah, it's just you see all these old houses and stuff like that. The architecture, everything is brick. You know, everything is just cement. Like you know, like it's just these white houses, yeah. with blue doors, and sh you know, everywhere. It was, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. We went to um, so in Milos is where they discovered, you know, you know the uh the uh the statue of Venus, Venus mm -hmm. de Milos, like the one with no arms. You know, yeah. you know, that yeah. So that they discovered it there. So we went to the place where it was discovered and stuff like that. Like this, just rich in history. We saw the like one of the first amphitheaters. Um, was there that they had, you know, that was buried and it, just gorgeous. Just you, you, you forget how old the world is. You know what I mean? Like it's wow. been around forever. So it's it's so good, man. You you definitely have to take a trip out there, dude. It's it's such a nice like a nice just getaway. And nice. you know, the phones you know barely work out there, so you're disconnected. You're, you're like disconnected from the world. Unless you're like me and you get a global account. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, you, you know, you have to, at this point, you have to have it, right? They you have to have a global yeah. When I was in the Maldives, I had to get a, a, a global account when I went to the Maldives because, yeah. you know, it was DEFCON 7. But you always want to have, because obviously when we were driving around, we wanted to know where everybody was. So, you know, you, you can document. How many? How, how deep were you guys? It was uh, seven of us. Wow. Yeah, it was seven. It was seven. So it was a nice crew. The, um, so my girl's parents rented a car, so they had a car for for the week. But we, like the the rest of us, had ATVs. It was just three of us, three three ATVs. And you can ride the ATVs around town. Yeah, 
that's what that's all you drove. You drove that in the city in the traffic, everything. Like it didn't like nothing. It was just you just you know, people would drive you. on the opposite side of the street. No, 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 no. Greece oh. is regular. Yeah, Greece is regular. London and then England, obviously, it's on the other side. But not Greece, everybody was that driving. would throw me off. Yo, but there's there's like there there's there aren't any markings on the road, bro. Like barely. Like <laughs> people just know where to go. Like it's not even, you know, like but well, it's um, better than driving in India. You ever seen the uh, oh over there? God, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, just, crazy. it's it's kamikaze. It's like go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Good it's luck. Vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. <laughs> but it was good, bro. We had a good time. It was it was really, really nice. It was hard to come. Yo, when I got back, the jet lag was ridiculous, bro. Because it's seven hours, it? it's, it's a seven hour delay. Like a seven, there's seven oh. hours behind. No, no, forward. There's seven hours forward. So when we came back, nine o'clock, we're like. You know, we're sleepy. Like, it's two, it's 2 o'clock in the morning for us. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, the jet lag was serious. That was the first time I actually felt jet lag like that. How long was I, flight? It was a 10-hour flight back. Yeah, it was a 10-hour flight back. And that was painful, bro. I watched, like, four <laughs> movies. I could barely sleep on a plane. Like, it was crazy. And normally, you know, I knock out. Normally, I knock out. I just, I'm out. Yeah. But for so. some reason, bro, it was weird. Yeah, when I flew to Austria, um, <laughs> I was in the front row. But I had that wall in front of me, so I don't have good leg room. So my knees are like straight down, right? Because oh. you got that wall that separates you from first yeah. class or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and it was, I think, 12 hours. I forgot how long. It, yeah, it was brutal for my knees. I had to get up like multiple times to stretch yeah. them because they were locked. Yeah, yeah. That's when you got to get that 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 like business class or yeah. comfort or something. Like you need to pay extra for that because it's, yeah. it's bananas, bro. It's bananas. But yeah, now nah, it's good. I mean, you know, it's good to be back, you know, just chilling now. Yeah. Actually, just you want to let everybody know packages have started going out for the Kickstarter for Wonder Duck. So things are going out. You guys should be getting it soon. T-shirts went out first. Um, and now I'm sending out the books and everything like that. So yeah, you should get yours in a, in a, in a few days too, Sammy yeah. boy. Nice. But yeah, nice. brother, but what have I been missing? What have I missed? Oh, uh, not much. I mean, um, um, your cheering section didn't show up for the morning brew. Um, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, some of the regulars have showed up. But yeah, your your fan base has, didn't come to the morning brew. But uh, I'm sure they'll be back tomorrow. And um, I mean, um, well, on Thursday. And uh, no, the morning brew <laughs> going on. The, the crazy town less was put on hold. I've been working on. Um, I've been drawing and coloring and working on everything on um, the digital rewards for Disneyland. My toilet went out. Um, and, uh, the church went out. Uh, and so now I'm just waiting for the proofs for the books and stuff. And that, and hopefully they'll be going out the first week in August. The books yeah. always take a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. You know? But I also, you know, I ordered, um, I ordered everything through, um, comics wellspring. I ordered the, 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 um, the bags, the boards, the box, right. everything. Right. I didn't realize they had it all in the inventory. So I just added it, bang, 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 bang. I used it to Amazon, and I just added it through the Comics Wellspring. What, the back and boards? I got the back and boards through them. I got the box, uh, the, what do you call those boxes? The Gemini's or whatever. Gemini. Well, Gemini's, yeah. Gemini's the company that makes them, but I didn't realize they yeah. sold their own. Yeah. They sold them, yeah, because it came, it says, would you like to add these following? I was like, oh, I wonder yeah, how much, yeah. Do they bang you for them? Like, is it a lot more? Uh, It was around the same price. It was, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see. And then I, I used my because uh, I, you know, you earn points. Yeah, so I yeah. used my, I got, I got like $20 off. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's it. And, um, you know, there's another my toilet issue number three is fully colored. Nice. Um, and, um, and I'm working on the Monster Series, which is a surprise for that campaign. And, uh, you know, the official date is the 20th. And, um, and I'm also getting ready for two big events in August. I got the um, Arlington Comic Fest. That's right. And I have the Denton Comic Expo. Um, so I got two events in August and two events in October. So, oh yeah, that reminds um, me. So next Friday I will be Terrificon. Yeah, I'll be out there with Aníbal and Jonathan. Uh, James DeSantis is going to be out there. Uh, Michael Grassi, I think, is going to be out there. Hector Rodriguez. Wow, the whole squad. There. Yeah, the guys are going to show up, man. You should have gone over there. Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. So we'll be out there. We'll nah, you ain't supposed there. to be tripping, bro. You and your COVID rules, man. You know, did you have any problems in, in, in Greece? No. No, right? But New York no. acts up. No, right? New York is fine. What do you mean? Terrificon's not even in New York. It's in Connecticut. So what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, they think you have this, you have that. Shut up. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it. That's why like Texas. We did the big fan expo, 80,000 people. No one's tripping. 
Everyone's yeah. just like, yo, live and let live, whatever. If you fall and you collapse, it's on you. No, at, at this Keep point, I, I, I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's as bad as it was. I, I, I know you have like this hate for New York for whatever reason, but I don't have. I don't hate New York. I just feel like the, the leadership is just went yeah, downhill. They're good. Everybody's good. We 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 out here like you know. If you want to wear your mask, you wear your mask, but it's not mandatory. Nothing's mandatory. They're not asking for any you know vaccine. No, no they, that stuff, dude. That stuff was done, and you know, at this point. If you know, obviously, it's still out there and stuff like that, and I'm sure if you have, but we talked about this. Yeah. We just got, we just gotta, you just gotta. Your immune system has, you have really, to. That's it. You have to be healthy. You have to. You that's know, what wash got your me hands. through Vegas. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, the it's it's all about your immune system, and and so you know, as long as it's it's in good shape, you, you should be all right. But yeah. you know, not, not everybody's is. No, but I but think I, it's time to get our medicine since we're talking about this. this oh illness. yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get the medicine, baby. When to call it quits? When mm. to call it quits? Damn, dog. Like, I, I go away and you're like thinking about calling it quits. What's going on here? <laughs> What's happening? What happened? <laughs> what happened was, it's like the here? Navy SEALs. You ring that bell, it's done. Ding, ding. Oh, what is going on? So, when to call it quits? So, when to call it quits, Sam? What, what, what are we thinking? What are we thinking? I think, you know, it's funny because I, I was watching a lot of things uh, and I've been listening to. So unfortunately, a lot of creators they use social media as a way to vent, right? So you hear all, you see all this stuff going on. I'm like, you know, at this point, and then I'm, you know, I, I don't post, I don't respond to all that stuff that they're putting out there. But I'll, you know, I'm saying to myself, I think maybe it's time for you to call it quits. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you're over your head. Maybe this is not for you. You know, that's that's me as a spectator saying, yo, if you're gonna spend all this energy blasting people and doing all this crazy stuff online. Maybe you're not in it, you know, for the right reasons, right? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it's if you're not having fun, which is the most important thing, um, if you're not having fun or if it's impeding your personal life, your family life, if, if it's encroaching your, your your family life. I think those are the two reasons where it, if it's just not, um, it's maybe not the right time or maybe it's time to walk away. Um, you know, I did, you know, t a decade ago when I walked away, um, you know, it, it was financially wasn't benefiting me it was encroaching on my family life it was time for me to step away um and recalibrate right but uh yeah so i think it came up because i've been watching i you know every time i get something pops up in my feed another creator is like blasting <laughs> a group of creators or blasting Damn, this or bla and i'm like man dude I I, that's the that's the one thing I did not miss, bro. Like when you're disconnected, like that's mm -hmm. the one thing that I did not miss is all the drama and all the nonsense. Yeah. It's it's just you know we're we're here to create, we're here to have a good time, and it's like there's no need for all that stuff. Right. Like, or it, it, we're all human. We all go through stuff. Keep it outside of the uh, of of, oh, sure. of that. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Like if you're on Facebook promoting your artwork, or if you're on Instagram promoting your artwork, promote your artwork. And I think we we had a, we did a show about this. To me, it's just promote your artwork on those. If you want to vent or you want to do personal stuff, then open up a separate account and vent on that account and 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 do your thing. You know, like I have I have two different accounts, one for my own personal stuff and one for my, my work, and the two will never mix. Um, but what, I mean, as far as calling it quits, dude, I I can't. And like you said, I think if it stops being fun, or if if you aren't challenged or you're bored or this isn't, you realize, well, maybe this is a little too hard, and I don't really want to do this. Yeah, then quit. Do something else. But I, it's it. I, I don't. I don't even think. I can't see myself like just walking away from it. You know, it, it's it's like ingrained. And even like for you, for example, you walked away, but you came back. It's like it's in you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. weird. Right. You know, I needed to reason, but what, yeah, I learned a lot from back then. Even back then, I don't. I, I've never put anybody on blast on social media even when we had forums. Um, you know, oh, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, and that's what I'm saying. It's like people use. You know, I think there's a distorted viewpoint. You know, why do you mix the two? Why do you mix your personal life with your your aspirational, you know, dream with your dreams? And I think because what it does is it it, it, it shines a different light on you. And I think <clears throat> if you're constantly not happy, if if this game is constantly stressing you out, then maybe it's not the right thing. You know, I I get stressed out from my own, not because of people. But because of the limitations that are in front of me that I need to, like walls that I got to break down, I get, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, like I get inspired 
by a lot of creators out there. How the hell did he do that? Shit, you know. So I work harder. I try to figure that out. Oh, how did how did it get captured that look? Or I'm stuck on. I have an idea for a, pay, a panel, but I'm stuck on the angle. I'm stuck on. So I, you know, those are the things. But I'm I'm always constantly research. But I'm not. I think. But it's still fun for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get frustrated that I'm like, damn, I gotta figure this out. That frustration creates that drive and motivation. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I think you know. I don't know. I just seen a lot of that stuff, and you know, and I think the best thing to do is always, because I'm trying to program myself to one hour a day on social media. It's a hard thing. That's it. Just one hour for the whole day. Yeah, one hour a day. Uh, uh, because what's happening is I realized that it was taking a lot of my creative time away. Well, yeah, it was bleeding a lot of creativity, and I and I'm more productive when I'm constantly creating. Um, and I'm not distracted by social media. Now, okay, so so he, and and just to your point about about creating, and I think that what happens too is like this thing will beat you up. Yeah. If you're not ready for it, you know, yeah. it's like it's like that wave that you're not ready for, and it knocks you down. It it it'll constantly beat you up. So you have to be ready to get beat up, and sometimes that'll make you quit. But to your point about the hour, it's tough because think about this, right? So right now, this is social media. YouTube is social media. And I know that you've, you know, and, and for those who are watching, don't follow the show yet, follow it because Sam goes online every day to draw. And so if you're if you're an artist out there and you're watching this show, and you're like, oh wait, these guys do art. Well, yeah, yeah, Sam, Sam is an artist. He draws. So you have this one hour show, right? right out during the day, usually, mm -hmm. where people can come in and you're and you're drawing usually a duty piece, right? You know, the barriers. There's an alien in my toilet. So that does that count into your hour? No, that no, is no. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about I'm talking about when I'm surfing social media. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's, yeah. that's you know, you're wasting think, time for me, on, yeah, yeah, it's, on, it's yeah. a waste of time because I, I realized there was a point where like I get up in the morning, the first thing I look at is my phone, right? Sure, and I'm looking yeah. to see okay. what's going what's on on my social on? media feeds, right? You know, <clears throat> and I'm like, yo, this why am I doing this? You know, it's like what yeah. am I getting from this? Yeah. You know, I yeah. need to I I could be using my time well why because what happens is it there's this this um, false sent expectation that you set for you, for yourself based on what you expect to happen, but reality and expectation are two different things, right? So then what happens is you start looking through your social media feeds. Oh, well, how come I didn't get any responses here? Or well, how come they're not liking this? Or how much right? And then you get deflated and you're like, oh, I gotta come up with a different graphic, or I gotta go do this. You know, all these things play in your head. And then what happens is, I just realized I spent an hour and a half surfing this nonsense, and I was supposed to work out, and I didn't work out because now I I have a clock, and I and I have to go upstairs and start drawing, and I you know I'm already in, uh, impeding on my time. And I was like, but I wasted my time wondering about stuff I can't control. I just need to control what I can, which is produce content, you know, you know, create my stories share it out when I need to share it out. And that's it, yeah. you know, without any expectation other than is this the best that I can do today that I did it? That's yeah. it. Yeah. I listen, man. What my, my, one of my mantras is expect nothing, get everything. Because mm -hmm. when you don't expect anything and you get something, that's when you're like, Oh snap, I ain't, wasn't <laughs> expecting that. But also I, I think the other side of that same coin though, Sam, is that because of what we do, right? So like, for example, on Thursday mornings, we have the, uh, you know, the, the morning brew with the crazy crew and we talk about current events. We talk about things that are going on. So we have to kind of research, mm -hmm. you know, to see, we have to know what's going on so we can talk about what's going on. Right. So, but everything I think is like, and what you were saying is that you have to have a balance to everything. Right. You know, you can't be so, you know, obsessed with the right. likes the comments, what that person's doing, what is that person doing? Because it, it's all fake. Everything right. on everything on these social networks is fake. What's yeah. actually what you're actually seeing is the best of what that person has, but you don't see what happens when they put their phone down. You know what I mean? How depressed they are, how you know, yes. how angry. And 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 you see it. And some of these people can't hide it, and that's when you see the lashing out on social media, the anger, the yeah. hate, and all that other stuff is because it's hard to kind of like, you know, separate the two, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that we need, we should get down about, you know, Oh man, yeah. I like, so my, whatever this and that it is, it is what it is, man. Cause I think, you know, like there's just, I think like everyone knows if you, you're running a Kickstarter it's one of the toughest things to do because it requires a lot of your time, a oh, lot yeah. of your personal oh, time. Yeah. 
It's a lot of mental head games. It's a lot of follow-up with people. It's all these things, right, that you don't want to do because you just want to create, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to do because who the hell knows who you are, right, other than your neighbor who says good morning every day, right? So it's like, um, so that creates this, this, again, it's the biggest thing I would say is um, what will keep you in the game longer is eliminate the expectation. Right. Because what happens is stress, anxiety, resentment comes from placing expectation where it doesn't belong. Right. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So for, take that component out and you realize how much weight you took off your shoulders. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you have to eliminate the expectations, but keep your motivation. Yes. So it's like you have to kind of like forget about the expectations, but keep creating. Keep creating. Yes. I think Gary Vee says that all the time. Content is king. Yeah. You have to just keep putting content out, whatever it is, whatever it is. You're yeah, doing, who would have thought? Sure. I started doing the daily live streams during the Kickstarter, and I did 45 live streams drawing. Right. 45. And, that, and, and now you have content. Now you have crazy content. content. I got, you know, it's like, in fact, for the new Kickstarter, I have so many images, right? I was right. like, oh, I got this as a print, and I got this as a print. I was like, oh, see? so that's what I started doing now. I said, oh, when I do my live streams, instead of just doing, I need to have an intent. What, you know, what can this be used for? And I like, oh, I have this, this monster series. I need to start doing monsters, right? Um, you know, all these things. So now I'm tailoring it. Um, right. But every day, because there, t- there was a period of like, like six days where people were just, hey, draw this. Or draw duty as this. Or draw duty as that. Um, and like I did duty as the, um, the Brown Hornet from the Fat mm-hmm. Albert. That was mm-hmm. Joe D. And McPhee who requested it. Um, you know, so it was like. I think if I'm having fun drawing, I mean, that's the one thing I do every day that I look forward to. Right. Just go online, even if nobody joins the stream. Right. You know, my expectation is not for people to join the stream. My expectation is to, number one, I'm learning when I'm drawing <laughs> because yeah. I'm using the tools. And you're creating. And yes. It's, 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 like it's almost like relaxing, right? It's yeah. like, it's, it's just like meditation almost. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm having fun. And I think that's the biggest thing, guys. And what I learned is, you know, um, it, it's you know, eliminate the expectation. Keep the driving motivation. Don't blame others. You know, focus on you. Focus on your personal growth. Yeah. And and that's it. You know, and 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 just try to have fun. And so for me, you know, I go. You know, I find that when I eliminated surfing for nonsense, yeah, it gave me more time to acknowledge a lot of the creators that are out there. Yeah. Right. So instead of me looking through, you know, all this other stuff, I was like. Oh, I, I I this guy just posted this. Oh, that looks really cool. Let me comment. Blah, 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 exactly. blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so it yeah. gave me more time to put my, at least encourage another creator out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, if you're not having fun, if, if, if this has become a burden to you, then just that's when you call it quits. Otherwise, Word. power through, man. Power through. Just find things that motivate you. Find things that you know, even within this, there's so much doubt that creeps into our minds because, you know, we're, we're not making the money that we want to be making. It's like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing Dude, And if you do have those doubts and if you've decided, yeah, this is not for me, then, then quit. But other than that, just keep learning, you know, keep learning, keep, keep, keep creating, keep creating every day. Just do something, you know, do something. Talk to a friend, talk to a creating a creative friend who does go to conventions, you know, like there's so many things that you can do to keep yourself motivated, to keep going. Because the nine yeah. to fives will, 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 will eat your, 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 your creative spirit alive, man. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of hard to stay motivated when that happens. But um, yeah, surround yourself with people who are creative and positive, dude. Positivity is king, man. You can't, you, can't, you can't be around these negative people. But uh, yeah, now nah, when to call it quits. Never, bro. Never. 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 That'll never be me. That'll no, never God. be me. That'll never be. Never be me. No. What movie is that from? I don't know. Say what? anything. Oh my God! Oh, remember that movie? You were old school. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was. I started working at United Artists Movie Theater when they were playing that movie. Yes, United <laughs> Artists. All oh, right. So I think we're gonna man. go to commercial break, and when we come back, we're gonna bring our guest in. So uh, why should you subscribe to Cast the Craze? Well, listen to some of our previous guests. It's Monty Moore. I am a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies, and you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. 
What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze! Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze! On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze! Join the movement. Catch the Craze! What's up, buddy? Welcome back. There he is. How you doing? What's going on, Mike? How are you, man? I'm, I'm well. I'm well. I'm hanging in there, you know. You cut the hair. I did. I did. A lot, <laughs> a lot has happened since we've last been together. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Well, uh, uh, things that are going on. I've got a couple things to talk about today. With nice. On the show. Uh, one being Friday. Um, I have an extravagant live stream extravaganza. Both of you invited, of course. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, it's to celebrate the official release of my of Earth's Best Friends Volume One, which is basically awesome. an official product because every every book I've made to this point has basically been all prototypes. <laughs> so <laughs> this looks like a full fledged actual book. Awesome, <laughs> brother! And everything, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, let, let us give you the official intro. So, for those who just joined us, we are here talking with Michael Gotti. Earth's Best Entertainment is his uh, his line of, of books, and like he said, he's doing something. This so this airs on Friday. So tonight oh. at six p.m. Tonight at six p.m. Make sure now. Where are you doing this, uh, Mike? Are you doing it on your on, on your YouTube channel or, or yeah. Where, yeah? Okay. Yeah, it'll be it'll be on my YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter all at once because of Streamyard. <laughs> awesome. Well, then we'll have the links. We'll have the links in the description so everybody can can check it out. But. Tell, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, man. So you finally got this thing put together, right? Yeah. And you, you call these other books prototypes. Tell us a little bit about what you've been working on. What, what, what is it? Yeah. So uh, Earth's Best Friends has been this passion project of mine for the last, gosh, long time, I guess you could say. I mean, it, it went through other versions before it got to Earth's Best Friends. I had an artist friend, Olivia, uh, which hopefully will be on the show right, uh, tonight. But um me and her worked on this. We called it Siamese Ninja Heroes originally. And uh, she, she was a lot of the, uh, she actually helped me name some of the characters. And she actually is the uh, creator of Dr. Quacko, who is the character I keep saying. We need to have a crossover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Thanks. Wow. So she, she, uh, she graciously let me uh, still use her design in my book. Um, and so eventually, uh, I mean, she was going, she was doing this pro bono for me. So eventually I think it, it, we, it just became too much and we had to call it quits. And so then I decided, well, how about I write a novel? How about I just take all the scripts? Cause I had a million, you know, as a writer, it's like, you could do so much more than for the artist to catch up. It takes them years, but you could write a whole 10 years worth yeah. of scripts in the time, yeah. you know? So that's essentially what I did. So I was like, well, how about I just take those scripts, turn it into a book, and that way I don't have to go through the trouble of finding an artist or paying an artist, because at the time I couldn't really afford it. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that was 2019 when I decided to write that book. I had this awesome idea for like this big, uh, this big like, not finale, but I guess you could call it like a season finale, right? I called it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I wrote that and then wrote everything leading up to it. And then as when I, when I uh, released that as a book, the feedback I got was this would make a better comic book. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, all right, I guess back to square one here. <laughs> right, right. So wait, so, so, so you wrote that as like a prose book, Mike? Yeah. So it was originally just like a regular like novel, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it was like, it was like comic book, novel, Back to comic book. <laughs> that is funny. How, how was converting all that stuff? Was it tough to convert? Or, or um, did it translate kind of easily when you did it? It translated pretty easily, but uh, I don't know. Apparently, my writing style is more fit for describing things for an artist rather than an actual good read, I guess. <laughs> That's what people said to me. So, funny, so you know, you, you take feedback like that and run with it, you know? Right, right. So, and I mean... Let's face it, I did want it to be a comic book. It was just like, well, I don't have an artist. I can't afford an artist, so I'm just gonna write it. <laughs> that's see, and that's and that's the that's like the, the struggle of the of the writer, right? Because you have all of these ideas, 
Yes. But you're at the mercy of, of, of hiring an artist to be able to do these things for you. Where did you find like where? So I know that you've been working with this young lady, but how did you guys meet? Like, how, how did that come about? Um, so before I met her, I was actually doing this other comic book that I was that called Untitled History of the Human Condition, which it, it, the title alone just tells you it's pretentious and it kind of was <laughs> <laughs> you know i thought i was going to change the world with this beard <laughs> i was putting it in anyway so i met her through some on facebook there was like this group of, of artists and writers and stuff and some some guy put a million of us into a chat room and was like hey i'm in new jersey all of you should come to new jersey we should all get together and we're like dude half of us are like across the country <laughs> but i met her in that chat room and then i liked her art style and that's just kind of how how we uh got to become friends okay. and you know i hired her for a couple things here and there and then when i pitched siamese ninja heroes to her she's like i love the idea i i want to draw these characters like so that was just kind of how it how it went but yeah um that's amazing dude so so tell me a little bit about about your creative process man like how do you from from idea to like putting it on paper to like sending it out to an artist like what is your process when you're creating these stories yeah well uh something will will pop into my head like uh a scene or something and then i'll try to like flesh it out you know i'll probably write note i probably write notes at first unless i'm actually somewhere where there's a computer or a notebook like mm -hmm. I, I usually try to write things in notebooks first but it doesn't always happen that way uh for instance when um when i did my kickstarter for my last for uh for book three which pretty much became volume one all my backers are getting volume one now nice. <laughs> it's just kind of like it just all of it transitioned into this um so um so Part of that was one of my friends did the biggest tier, which was like, put yourself in the comic, right? And I was like, well, she has kids. And I was like, well, how would you like if I paid my artist to turn your kids into superheroes and then I can add them to this entire story? You know, at the time it sounded like a good idea, but then when I actually sat down and I'm like, now I have to write an entire new storyline and somehow integrate it into everything that I've already written. Right, <laughs> and, right. So I, I I came up with I came up with some ideas. Um, it was like the first thing I came up with was like, all right, how do I? It's like how do I? What? It was like the first thing that came to my mind was her daughter has a has a name Phoenix, and I'm like, that's the coolest name I've ever heard. What if she had like the lamest name ever as a superhero? So like her real name is Phoenix, but her but her uh, superhero name is like Ashley, right? <laughs> so it's like. And then her sister will be like Sparkle Girl. So Sparkle Girl and Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> you know, because her, her real name is Phoenix. So it's like, right. you know, she just has like a common name as a superhero. <laughs> you know? so, so did you did you start like something like that? Is that something that you would like and, go deeper into? And then I, and then from there, I was like, I, I put them in my, in chapter eight, The Dark mm -hmm. Sky as like a cameo. And I basically, I gave them this weird, like, this weird language where, like, they say things that a normal 12-year-old wouldn't really say, like, not, now is not the time, sis. We mustn't be hasty, like, something weird. So because of that, I obviously made them not of this planet because that's kind of a trope that people don't talk right when they're from other planets. So, right. so I was like, all right. So they have these. So from there, I was like, all right, they're aliens. So then I have to come up with a script that actually, and that'll be, you know, if I ever get, if I ever, you know, with inflation, everything, I'm not sure if I'm going to, I mean, I will continue, but I'm not sure if I'm going to continue right away, but it's like my next episode that I want to have my artist do is, is with them. Mm -hmm. So I had to write that script and it was like, all right, so let's start with that scene from when the dark sky attacks the, uh, the middle school. And then let's just let's just watch what happens like after while he's doing that, what are they doing? And they just like run into a random classroom. And the joke with them again is they don't actually attend school. They just go to school and like sit in the classroom and the teachers just don't really notice. <laughs> so like like there's, there's just a lot of like like funny little things like that with them. And then um and then we have like a 
then we talk about then they talk about a flashback to the first episode of Earth's Best Friends, we called Tornado Trouble, mm -hmm. uh, where there's these bank robbers, right? So basically, I uh, kind of retcon, and it's like so now the bank robbers got away out of the bank because when they but when they ran into the bank, they thought the bank robbers were the good guys in the scenario, and they fought the security off. Oh shit. So they're like, all right, you you know, we did good. Or or Sparkle Girl said that Phoenix knew better, or actually knew better, and was like, no, you, you did the wrong thing here. This you got confused. The security was the good guys, the bank robbers are the bad guys. And so um so just just from there it was like, all right, and then I need some kind of protagonist, so my or antagonist rather. My daughter came up with this uh character called ring boy that she wanted to incorporate into the um comic book um i i took her idea and and fleshed it out a little better um you know give credit to a nine-year-old when you can but <laughs> it was a nine-year-old character you know nine-year-old created character um and the way she wanted to use it i just didn't i just didn't I couldn't really make it work, but I'm like, well, what if we made him the same brand of alien as these guys are? And he's actually like in love with them. So the joke is like, he's like, I've come down here to marry you both. Like, <laughs> <they're> like what? <laughs> like, you know, don't you know, love is forbidden on our planet. What are you talking about? Right. You know, just, yeah. So, so that, that's, uh, so I haven't sent it to the artist yet, but what I would normally do is I would break it up page by page. So I wouldn't send him the full script right away i would just send him one page because each time i read it i i tend to that i tend to do my editing while i'm before i send it to him so it's like there's any typos or it's like well i don't like that how about i do this or i think i could fit more on this page let's combine these two pages you know stuff like that so um and then yeah so then after i would send it to him he would he would pop it back to me with the line art and uh, yeah and then you know you know how the artist writer process goes from there really <laughs> no, i got you so so like these stories that you create for example like you know these characters ashley and you know and and, and her sister do you create not the planets are these like real planets that exist or do you kind of go off and create your own worlds and your own universes and things like that? um well i mean it is earth but it's like an alternate earth you know like marvel does you know it's like alternate history that kind of stuff as far as planets go, um, I do have plans for characters actually going to like Mars and Mercury and stuff. Oh, cool. um, but I think I'll probably make up some planets too, just to kind of mix and match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> I haven't cool. really decided where these characters are from yet. I just know they're from another planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it's it's funny because like Sam, for example, has a, a book about a, a character that's from the planet Uranus, right? And so like, and so like, it it it, it lends itself to a teaching moment, especially for young kids. And I know that you, your, your work is a lot for like all ages and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you looking to do things like that? Where like, you know, you're kind of like educating the kids as they're reading about your stories or is it more just, hey man, we just come in anyway, just have some fun. Like, tell us a little bit about that. It's more about fun. I mean, there might be some moments that, that seem educational. Like there's this one line where uh, in the first uh, chapter of Tornado Trouble again, um, where uh, Sky says, not so fast, evildoers. And then Fury says, really? You went with evildoers? And he says, what? It's an applicable pl prona uh, plural noun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so, like, it's little things like that, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, man. I mean, listen, your stories sound like a lot of fun. And I know that we've talked about, you know, even like, because we do a lot of like, you know, all ages kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and I really do. I, I really believe that more of that stuff needs to come out. Like, we need to have more like things like that. For, for kids because you know i don't think there's enough of, of that stuff out there do you is everything you create for kids or is it just like this particular story that you're creating for the kids um well untitled history of the human condition wasn't for kids but i didn't know <laughs> who that was for <laughs> my, my problem with that one was i didn't know what the demographics were because i never really like there, there was like no real main character it was just it was just a just a dumb idea that i i was running with for a while you know it was just but I mean, it's funny because um, originally folks had said to me, you know, you should just, you know, you're so good with kids already. It's like, you should write children's books or children's books or more kid friendly stuff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> there you are. There you are. Exactly. That is funny, man. That is funny.
What? So you said that you had a couple of things you want to talk to us about. So one is the obviously Friday night tonight, yeah. six p.m. Um, check check out the live stream. And then what is the what, what else you have going on? Um, well, the other one was just was volume one. I mean, it's 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 it's. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I wish I had like a physical copy to show you. I lost yeah. it over the weekend. It was crazy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it looks great. It's got it's got art from a bunch of bunch of different folks yeah so there's the cover right there that's uh that's, that's jay box nice. cover or uh or jay jay vasquez um and then that's david lentz that did the the two characters there bb and sky um that's awesome. it comes out july 31st it'll be on my website um earthsbestfriends.co and uh i i it's all nine chapters so like if you've been wow. a fan of me or if you followed me through this process it's like i had book one i had book two i had book three this puts them all together in one package that's awesome. and makes it look like a real book because beforehand i had a lot of amateurish kind of covers and stuff going on it was like a lot of just learning process for me you know and yeah. i mean not that i'm done learning of course i'm still learning but um i learned a lot over the last couple of years uh getting back into comics and um, moving forward, I think I, I uh, know how to make things look a lot more professional. Right. And that's what this is, it, it's, it's a professional looking product right. rather than beforehand, it was kind of like, well, it, it looks good enough. No, that's <laughs> How many awesome. pages is this? Uh, 180. Wow. Uh, or nice. I, I, just added, I just added one today with, uh, with a new cover, which I'm going to be revealing on Friday. Um, it'll be like a variant cover because my friend Shane was really nice enough to be like hey i'll do a cover for you i want to do one and uh i'll i won't charge you instead i just want two copies of your book with the cover and i'm like done <laughs> <laughs> that is yes i will totally pay people for copies of my book <laughs> any artists out there who want to draw for me for copies of my book let's do it <laughs> by all means that is awesome man 180 pages that's a lot of pages man that yeah. is a nice thick book so it's going to be available on your website they can order yes. it from your website um july 31st that's freaking that's amazing man and what's next what do you, are you working on anything else what, what's going what, what's uh what's the future like absolutely uh so like i said i'm just kind of waiting on well i'm waiting on you know fulfilling my backers and stuff before i go back but i'm also working on paying my artist because uh, mm -hmm. basically he was doing this on credit for me. So I'm working right. on paying him. So I'm not going to start uh, what essentially would be book four or volume two even uh, until I have him paid up. Um, so hopefully that should be sometime in the fall and we can get back into production and go into debt all over again. <laughs> but but uh, again. yeah, he, Gene Pedro. So he's an awesome artist to work with and he's fast. Like, it gets me, gets me like line art, line art, um, you know, ink, and then color within like within a, a four or five days, like wow. all completed within four or five days. It's really awesome, and yeah, he's awesome to work with. He's like, hey, pay me whenever, and I'm like, dude, that's very dangerous, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is very dangerous. Uh, Holy you, can, uh, you can pre-order right now if you're if you're interested, or you can just wait till it comes out. But either way, it's it's there on my website and ready to go. So <laughs> good for you, man. Good for you. But uh, so so what? Do you have anything else, uh, Sam? No. So are you using a print-on-demand service? How are you how are you fulfilling the orders? Yep, I'm using a print-on-demand order uh, service called the Book Patch. Um, is that I, uh, I've, I, I fiddled around with a lot of different printers and the book patch matched the quality that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, they do a great job. And because it's because I'm going for a graphic novel rather than just like individual floppies, uh, just going with a book printer is just better for me. You know, I know a lot of folks do like the Kablam and stuff like that, yeah. but uh, they didn't. Uh, well, I don't like the way Kablam works, but, <laughs> but I, and I haven't tried other other things similar, but yeah, I don't like the way Kablam works. They they take too long for me. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say that. Like th my biggest pet peeve with them is just the length of time. Like if you want something, you have to order it like a month in advance. Yeah, it just it just takes a while for them um, to send you the stuff. And yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. So um, where can people find out more about your books? Um, my website and instagram twitter all that stuff <laughs> i'm always talking about it and popping you know images and stuff but yeah my, my website will give you all the, the rundown um, and what's the name of your website what's that what's the name of your website uh www.earthsbestfriends.co 
Yes. So um, we're going to give you the screen give you elevator pitch. Why should people go and uh, order your book? And so it's all you. Go for it. So our Earth's Best Friends is a superhero anthology about various superheroes that get together and save the world from evil. Uh, it's a love letter to Saturday morning cartoons. So even though it's all ages, anyone can enjoy it. Everyone, especially if you're uh, my demo, my age and you grew up with Saturday morning cartoons, um, it's family friendly. It's it's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, not a, and it's a whole lot of beautiful color and everything like that. So it's a lot of fun. What a great book. Outstanding. Outstanding, buddy. Yes, Dav, again, thanks for being on the show. I'm looking forward to uh, tonight's tonight's uh, live stream on your show. And uh, hopefully all goes uh, well. And, uh, you know, when uh, people take a chance with uh, your product. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yes. Hi, thank you, man. Thank you. And listen, you're getting a little something from me in the mail soon. I got, I'm sending out stuff. So I appreciate you supporting the, uh, the Wonder Dog book. And uh, I'll, I'm definitely I, I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting your book. So be ready for that. I can't wait for you to ship my copy. So absolutely. And everybody should check it out. Definitely check it out. Make sure you go to the website. The links are going to be below. And uh, Mike, thank you so much, bud. We'll talk soon, though. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, All right bud. Peace. Have a good one. All right, so that was uh, Michael, and uh, again, another great show. Um, and so check it out. Check out his website. The link is in the summary below. Um, find him on social media. Chat it up. If you have any questions for him about his books, um, I'm sure he'll answer all your questions. If you have any comments about this episode, let us know. Uh, if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up. Um, you know, Share it with a friend. Uh, remember, Cast the Crazy has been around before podcast was a thing and uh so we are the home of the indie cat the independence um creators and so um come and hang out with the indie creators and learn a lot about guys like michael and all our other guests on our show absolutely yeah man and remember we, we're still on the road to a thousand so help us yeah. get to a thousand share it out there you know even if uh you follow it share it so that other people follow the show and subscribe and now, subscriptions are free, so let, let's get those numbers up. Let's get that was the up. ending of Rambo One. What was it's a long road when you're all alone? Remember that? Wow. <laughs> Damn, get it back. Rambo. It back oh man, I love Rambo. Oh, I just watched Snake Eyes last night for the first time. No, how was it? It was good, it was good. It was, yeah, it threw me off, you know, because. The story that you learned about before was different from this story. Um, um, so yeah, it was it was a different twist on it. Uh, I wasn't too fond of Lady of Scarlet and the Baroness. Right. Um, you know, I thought that was just uh, I don't know if they were the right girls for the 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 for them, but um the guys I mean I mean the the master the uh of the clan, she was as an older woman, she was stellar, she was perfect for the role. Yeah. But yeah, it was good, it was good. Um it ended off you know, with this is going to be a part two or it's going to go into the G.I. Joe series or whatever. Right. You know, I, I started following and, and big shout out to Aníbal Arroyo who put me onto this guy. I started following this guy on, on, on started to subscribe to a channel called The Critical Drinker. And he just talks about like different, you know, pop culture stuff and things like that. And one of the topics that he had on the show is why modern movies suck. <laughs> and it's because they teach us awful lessons, right? Yes. And so he broke down Mulan, for example, right? The cartoon from 1998, okay? Oh. And that, you know, the story, you know? The, I cried. You know, yeah. She goes into battle. She yeah. dresses up like a, like, like a dude because, you know, to go in there and, and but, yeah. she, but she's not as strong. She's, you know, she's smaller. So she has to use her wit and she has to learn how to, how to become this soldier who eventually saves the day, right? right. She goes through the struggle. So they remade Mulan for today. Mm -hmm. And he said that, while we learned about her struggle and how she overcame that struggle, in the new version of Mulan, she's already fast. She's already strong. She doesn't have to learn anything. She just is. Right. And so these lessons that these kids were learning back in, say, late 90s, even like when we were growing up, 80s, in those movies where the struggle, it's about struggle. It's about, you know, remember the Karate Kid. Remember all these movies, right? They were lessons. We are not getting those lessons in today's movies. And that's why they suck. And I thought that was an interesting take on yeah. why today's movies suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because, I, I yeah, and, I, and it goes back to conditioning with social media because we, um, society is conditioned for the 15 yeah. seconds, the yes. 30 second reels, yes. you know, everything's getting faster and faster. So you have to be, you have to be on stage 
now. No one wants to know about the sweat, blood, sweat, and tears. They just right. want to see you on stage perform. Right. Let's just dance with me, right? right. And, and I think that's what it is. I mean, I mean, all of it. I mean, look at you know Rambo. I mean, you know, coming back from the war and his yeah. friends are dead and he's nobody respects him. Right, right. You know, and, and he's that's just good writing. Yes. Yeah, that's good writing. You know? You know? Yeah, that um, is good writing. You know, I, and it's funny because I like I like Miss Marvel because it starts off that way. But she learns too fast how to use her powers. I agree. I, my, I love, I loved the, the the show. I thought it was a really good show. But I, I was talking to the nerds yet uh, the other day. I just think it was all over the place. Yes, it was. In the no, last episode, was no was rushed. Yeah, there was no. It's like she goes to Pakistan, right? In this, in this, in this flashback scene or whatever, and it's like, wait, how the hell did she get there? What happened to the to the grandma? And what happened to the to the lady who with the power who? You know the bad guy, the clandestine. Like they added so many things, and they jammed so they many rushed things. It. Yes, so it became it was all over. Like it was like they were just trying to. Well, I loved the character, and I loved her. Like she was great. Like, she's she, perfect for the role. She's perfect. He's perfect. I like Bruno. I like all of it. It was just like you said. It was just too much going on. because yeah. one minute time. the clandestines are her friend, right. and the next minute they hate her and they want to kill her. And then the next minute, she's committing suicide to save everybody. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it didn't make any like, sense. It's like it's they, like... They're just looking for shock factor. Mm -hmm. Um, and and that's the part is is it's it's you know they have and that's what pisses me off about Disney because they have the prototype they for do. success. They do, but for some reason, the new leadership keeps on bypassing everything. Right, right. You know, just for the sake of I mean, look at the build up to Buzz Lightyear, mm -hmm. right? Did like, you watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I haven't seen it. Build up the light year, right? And and everyone was talking about this coming out, but then because the new executive happens to be, you know, a woman who's married to a woman, they added that component into the cartoon, and that became this whole thing. And then you stop hearing about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm. like, can we just keep the essence of the cartoons and stop trying to teach life lessons? Right. Let well. You know, Buzz Lightyear was always supposed to be just fun about the toys. Let it be about the toys and about the experience. I know this one's about life, but why did you have to bring all the life situations in it for something that you were building up because you wanted to make a statement? Not yeah. everything has to have a statement in it. Yeah, I, I think, and that's 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 a, that's a whole other show too um, that we can discuss that thing. But I, I think that part of part of where where it's the instant gratification thing. Yeah. I think. Where you lose, where you lose, like a good story because you're trying to. Okay, I have six episodes. I got to jam everything in six episodes because we don't know if we're gonna get a second season. We don't, you know what I mean? Like where, where you're a big fan of Alf, right? That that mm -hmm. ran for what five or six seasons or whatever. One hundred and twenty something episodes. Right. Yeah. So there was no rushing it. It was no. just and, and and the way and my thing is, if you're when you put a show out. I want to know where it's going. Like I, even if it's a, even if it's per per episode kind of thing. It's like Alf was the adventures of Alf on planet Earth. So every day something new would, every episode something new would happen, and there was really no continuity. You can pick up that an episode from wherever, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're doing a show where there is a some kind of continuity, then you got to keep that continuity. You can't just jump around. Because oh, I, this would look cool on TV to do this, or this would look cool. Or let's talk about this topic today. They're acting like, like new production company, like a novice. Like right, like it doesn't make sense. Don't we don't we have like writers' rooms where everybody sits down and discusses the they story? Have, and the, they have um, I they mean, have um, pre, the, the 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 pre production screenings where they do the 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 edits before. Well, you know what? I don't like this scene. Get that. Change this. So what's happening in those screening right. rooms before they go? You know, to to the to the to the editing room. What's happening there? You know, wh why the Mandalorian was perfection. I love the Mandalorian. The Mario was perfection. That's pacing storytelling at its best. But, but you and know, then they screwed it up with Boba Fett. Well, yeah, but you know what? I think, and and this is, I think, the problem that Disney's having is like once they latch onto something, it's like okay, let's 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 use that, let's use that because it works here. So like. For example, even in Obi, and I loved Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? But they still had that element of Grogu and the Mandalorian, where it was like Obi now had to be, you know, the, the father figure to Leia. And that's, you know, because that works. Even now they're doing, they did it with um with Thor, Love and Thunder. 
you know, the little like like if I don't know if you watch the movie, but they 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 they're throwing that kind of thing in there. It's like, no, man, like that worked for the Mandalorian. Leave it with the Mandalorian. Like yes. what I loved about the Mandalorian is that at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the episode, we understood that this guy was a bounty hunter. Okay. He ended up with this with this baby Yoda, right? And now he has to take care of it. So now will he be able to take care of it or will he take it to where he's supposed to take it or what's going to happen? And that was the plight of that season. Right. Loved it. I thought it was great. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was great. I know what the direction of this thing is. When you start going in different directions, that's when you lose me. You're like, okay, yeah. what, what's going on here? What are we doing? Yeah. And there seems to be not, there doesn't seem to be any, any cohesiveness in any of these, not in any of these shows. As, as good as they are, because the characters are great, they just seem to drop it, drop the ball somewhere. And you think it's going one way. And I think that they try to, they try to outsmart themselves. Yeah. Just let the story flow. And all, for some reason, that no one knows how to finish a story. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they started off, build that anticipation, and then they, they, then they start. They, but then they put it on fast forward. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, like it's like wait, we only had six. Like you knew you had six episodes. Yeah, like, you know you have six episodes. So, yeah, which is why I like. Which is why I really enjoyed. Um, um. Damn, I was just talking to you about it with the Chris Pratt series on. on oh yeah, yeah, the, the minimalist or the something list. Minimalist, animalist. Oh, not the middle. It's something. Um. A limit a terminal list. list, the terminal list. Yeah, and there was a list. Somewhere. It's eight episodes, I think it was eight or eight or nine episodes. Okay. Um, and I, there was some there was some chatter on the on social media, and it was and people were trying to you know rip it apart because of the pacing. And I was like, I was like, look, this is psychological action drama at its best. And I left it at that. And I was like, and then it, then it then it was like, yo, you're right, you're right, right? Because people want see, this is the problem with society. If it moves too slow, they get mad. If they move too fast, they get mad. You're not going to be happy, you know. But what I liked about this, it moved well. It yeah. it, 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 it mean, gave me anxiety when you watch this. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, yo, why is he doing that? Oh, well, who, is he really the is he the killer? You know, you start questioning. It's like, yo, what's going on here? And um, and that's what's made it good because every day, me and my wife had to stop. I was like, yo, she's like, she goes, she goes, my my blood pressure is going up. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, I, I'm getting anxiety. I'm getting mad at this guy. Getting, let's stop it and watch it tomorrow, right? And um, so that made it, you know, but we had to go back and watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the stuff that you know that you want you want to see because it brings you in. I had fun watching Mrs. Marvel until that last episode, which <laughs> I was like, "What are you guys doing? This none of this makes sense right here." I was like, "One minute she's good, one minute she's bad, next minute she's good." Yeah, it's like, oh, why why did they have to have this? The, the that final scene should have been played out a few seasons. They just rushed it. You know, it was supposed yeah. to be we want to get to this other world, and if they they're gonna destroy Earth, and yo, all but that's what I'm just, saying. They they added that stuff, and I'm like, yes. yo, it, it might be a little too late to be adding that element into the story. Yes. You only have like three episodes left. How are you gonna close that out? Like that's yes. a lot. I mean, a you introduced this, this 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 assassin team in India. Yeah, and I'm like, who are these guys? Right. And then like you know, so there was no. It, it started off well with her and her story, and then they just. They just open up the whole book and said, throw all the characters in. You just screwed right. it up. But it's like, yo, you have six episodes. You knew you had six episodes. But like even at the end, and spoiler alert for those who haven't watched the end, like when the guy, the kid comes up to her and she's like, and he's like, oh, I was doing, you know, I, I checked your, your, your genetics or whatever. And there seems to be a mutation. And I'm like, that's huge. Like yeah. she's a mutant. Like, okay, this, she's a mutant. And she's just like, Hey, it's just another thing. Let's get in the car and leave. And I'm like, wait, wait, guys, what, what the fuck? What just happened? <laughs> Let's go get some chicken tikka masala. <laughs> what the? Fuck? What? what the hell? <laughs> wait a minute, you just dropped the bomb right now. Yes, you dropped the bomb on me. What the hell? But you know, the the crazy thing is, we'll keep watching. Like She Hulk is coming out, and it's like we'll just keep watching. And yeah, there's nothing on Disney Plus right now. No, I don't think I watched the documentary. Uh, the it was the first animated series, um, all done by an all female cast. Oh, yeah, nice directors, producers. What was the series? It was, um, it was a girl, um, forgot the name of it, but it was the behind the scenes. And the, the director, the writer, the producer, the editor, they're all women. Um, and it was the first time a whole one female team made this, um, uh, a film. It was pretty good, it was pretty cool. Awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up. You know, we'll be back again with our other guests on the show. Don't forget, join us on the Morning Brew each week, right. every Thursdays. 
And uh, yeah, this was a fun episode. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. We'll be back next week. Um, mm. I don't know what's going on. Right, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll do some, but definitely Thursday. We'll definitely be live on Thursday morning. Yes. So we do have a guest next week. Day. Yeah, we do have guests next week. Yes. All right. We'll so we'll, 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 we'll see. You, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you guys then. Thank yeah. you again for joining us, and make sure you subscribe. Subscribe. I'm Sam, the Crazy Man Vera. George, the Dream of Medina. And we are. This is crazy. Acquiesce. No, I was talking about my friend Acquies. I met him the other. Say my name. Say my name. This is what you were thinking. Oh, he said, "I'm the." What? You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. On Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Bobby, girl.